What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Madridism FC, the go-to destination from everything related to Los Blancos. We talk about highlights, game analysis, transfer rumors, whatever it is. And if you want to stay up to date, please subscribe to this channel. And if you'd rather listen to this while you're doing some chores or working or working out, uh, we have this now available in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So please subscribe there as well and stay up to date. So, thank you guys for joining me in today's discussion. Today we're going to talk about uh, the game versus Villarreal, where we lost 2-1 against a very good team. I think Villarreal is a very good, a proper footballing, modern footballing side in today's uh, age. Uh, Villarreal are composed of very physical players and very technical players. Uh, they have very lethal wingers with Pino and Chukuese, and they have very technical players like Parejo, um, Trigueros, who came in the second half, and then they have a very solid defense with Albiol and Pau Torres and Foyth. I'll get to Foyth later in the video. But Villarreal recently just had a change of coach. Now they're being coached by Kike Setien. Before they were coached by Unai Emery, who left for the Premier League. And and this this made this game a little more interesting, a little a little more juicy because Kike Setien is, has been now branded by the Barca. Um, the Barca, you know, his time in Barca branded him as a, as a, I guess, as an enemy. Anyone who plays for Barcelona is kind of considered an enemy uh, in, in a Real Madrid fan's eyes. He, yeah, he's not number one enemy. He's not Pep Guardiola. But, you know, we still kind of want to win even more than before because we're playing against an ex-Barcelona coach who played there, uh, who coached there not, not, not so long ago. So real quickly, I want to give my thoughts about the game, just kind of like a little overall of what I thought about the game and how Real Madrid performed, and then I'll get into first half, second half, and some other interesting stuff. Uh, I thought the game was was good. I felt like we threw away the first half uh, quite a bit. I think we do it a lot when we play a 4-3-3 a with a false winger with Fede. I feel like we never really take advantage of, um, of our true skills, which is like being more attacking. Yes, we're attacking on the counterattack, but I feel like we, we threw in the first half, second half was a lot better, uh, but overall I thought Villarreal was, uh, had, a, had a more uh, total game. They, they attacked, when, when they attacked they did it really good and then when they defended they did it really good. I, I want to highlight um, Foyt's and Albiol's uh, game, I thought they were, they were sensational. Um, Raul Albiol looked like prime Sergio Ramos or prime Puyol and he's like, I think he's 38 years old. So. That's insane. The, and, and he's an ex-Real Madrid player, so there's a little bit of love there, but um, luckily he had a good game today. So as I mentioned earlier, we played with a 4-3-3 with Valverde as a false right winger. And then we saw players who took a rest on, on La Copa del Rey game, which was Benzema and Vinicius. They came back to the starting lineup, and then we saw a change in Militao playing as right back due to Carbajal's injury. We don't know when he's going to be back. As we know, this player is quite injury prone, but uh, Militao... I guess uh, Ancelotti saw his performance in the World Cup as a right back, and then he decided to go with him. I'm not going to lie. The first half, we had a very, very rocky start. I think in, within the first two or three minutes, Rudiger seemed quite nervous. He lost the ball quite a bit, and we had a few, they had a few chances on goal. Um, not, not, not something too dangerous, but you know, we started out very rocky. We kind of knew it was going to happen. Uh, we sat back quite a bit, and uh, instantly the matchup started to, to, to take place, like the matchup of Foyth and Vinicius. I think um, 
there hasn't been a single game like with them two that it hasn't been good. I feel like Foyth is a super underrated defender. There's not a lot of uh, defenders nowadays who just focus on defending, who don't really care about going up, like you know, like a like a Hakimi or uh, maybe a little bit of Carvajal, who's a, who's a hybrid. But Foyth is just a defending specialist, and he. Not gonna lie, I'm not. I don't want to say that he puts Vinicius in his pocket. I don't think he pockets him all the way because Vinicius, every time they face off, he has at least one or two um, chances where he goes past him and he creates a goal opportunity. But it was a very good matchup, I think. Uh, but yeah, Real is a very good side. They they had a very high line. Had they played with a very high line, and they made it very uncomfortable for us to play out of the back and build. Uh, Militao so. Uh, I'll talk about Militao now, but Militao and the right back, he was good. Uh, defensively, we know he's solid. We know he's not going to get um, flipped and, and, and turned around, but we had no projection on the right side. Valverde, I think he's been having, I think he didn't come back uh, from the World Cup quite well. I think uh, he had very low performances, and I think that's affecting his confidence. And we just saw our right side of the, of the pitch in the first half completely misused. Uh, the only person that was going up to, to do crosses was Militao, which makes no sense because he shouldn't be going he shouldn't be getting to a position where he's making crosses. If that's if that's what we're relying to um, you know take it up take it on his own hands to create something on the right side and make crosses and stuff, I think we're on the we're, that, that that tells you tactically that we're that we're doing things very wrong. So Villarreal, at least they doubled uh, their goal-creating chances against us. We had a few chances where Benzema, um, I think he stole the ball. It was a good counterattack, and then he took a little too long to pass it to Vinicius. But if he would have passed it, it would have been a one-on-one, -on -one and that could have been the that could have been the first goal. So um, Benzema looked good as uh, compared to last game. Benzema was very lethargic. He looked very heavy in last game, but even though. You know, it wasn't his best game. It wasn't a Ballon d'Or performance. He seemed good. He was he was participating. He looked faster than before. Uh, so I think those are uh, the few positives that I can take away uh, from this. From this, and um, you know, Courtois had a few saves, and the team was just sat back. So I think we we definitely against this team, we threw away the first half. I am completely. Uh, Part of that, I take part in that theory. I stand by that. Um, I don't want to see the the false four three three. It's honestly, I think it's stupid because a team that has so much attacking prowess shouldn't be, you know, playing like that. Maybe if, if we play against City, um, then that makes sense because they're so good that you're not really gonna take the ball away from them. But Villarreal, yes, they're a good side. They have players like Parejo and Coquelin and um, I forgot who else plays in the midfield. But it's not necessary to let them, uh, you know, get hyped and build momentum and then have that used against us. After clearly Villarreal winning the first half, I definitely give it to them. The second half started uh, pretty bad. We got scored on on minute 46. There was a play from Mendy who tried to pass it to, I believe it was Ramini, and he just passed it to, to, no, to no man's land. And they quickly had a, uh, like a small counter, right, like right in front of the box, really. And uh, Jeremy Pino scored its goal, so we couldn't ha we couldn't have started the half uh, worse. Luckily, uh, I, I would like to say that Real Madrid had a very good uh, reaction towards that. Real Madrid went on the front on the front foot, which is to be expected, 
And uh, it was Vinicius' show after that. Vinicius, I think, had an excellent game. He was definitely the man of the match uh, for me. And uh, he won a couple duels against Foyd. Ancelotti did a few changes, which I thought they were well read. I think we could have started the game with those changes. Um, he brought off Mendy. He, he, he brought in Lucas to play right back. So that way we have some you know, overlapping on the right wing, make, create some spaces. Um, you know, something that we weren't really taking advantage of in the first half. And then we saw Rodrigo coming in, which this guy needs to start. So after Rodrigo came in, we saw a much better footballing side. We saw Brazilian football. We saw Vinicius, you know, taking it on. And from a play from Vinicius, there came a penalty. Do I think it's a penalty? Uh, it was kind of a, it's kind of unfair. If life was fair, that wouldn't be a penalty. But technically, it did, it did hit his hand. Um, it didn't change the, the, the path of where the ball was going to go. So that's why I don't think it sh should be a penalty. But it was a penalty. Benzema got on the scoreboard. And that lasted, um, that lasted like, a, like two minutes. Like the, this game was very exciting. I'm not going to lie. It was very, very exciting. Uh, so it was our first real challenge of the season for sure. But that lasted like, yeah, like two minutes. And then they, they attacked and Alaba had a, had a penalty in our box. So I don't really want to blame Alaba for that because he really, I think he, he slipped and then he kind of came down and the ball just happened uh, to hit his hand. So it's kind of like the ball mistakenly hit his hand, but it was there. And uh, I saw on Twitter that people are saying that it's not a penalty because he was, um, he was uh, uh, you know, like getting support from the because he was in the floor but I think he was his ball was coming his hand was coming off the the grass so I think it was a penalty and you know it's just a small error in uh, in Alaba's game today I thought Alaba had a very good game uh, out of the two center backs when he was playing with uh, Rudiger Alaba was the best one he had a, a lot of good clearances and that hasn't been the case this season Alaba has had a very very poor season but he had a very good game in the center back position today aside from that penalty what are you going to do so Gerardo Moreno gets on the scoreboard, and then Camavinga comes in, Modric comes off, we, we brought in a box-to-box -box midfielder, and nothing really happened with Camavinga, and that disappoints me because I am Camavinga's number one fan. I think he's an exceptional player, I think he has good defensive skills, even though he, he makes a lot of fouls, but uh, that, I think that's going to get fixed, and then I think uh, creatively he's very good. And what I like the most about him is that he... He moves the ball very fast. He touch and goes like super quickly, which I think sometimes that lacks in our midfield from time to time. And he's very, he's very good in those situations. He's very good under pressure, as we've seen him in the Champions League before. But it just wasn't enough uh, in today's game. Rodrigo had a very good chance. Vinicius had a few chances. I think Vinicius, once again, he had a very good game. Benzema missed one like right in front of the goal. Uh, but then again, there was like three players blocking him. So Villarreal had a very good defensive game. That's why I think they did better when they, when they, when they attacked, they were very lethal. And then when they defended, they were like rocks. It is what it is. First loss of the season. Uh, tomorrow Barcelona plays against Atletico Madrid and they're not going to have Lewandowski. So I think, uh, I think Barcelona is going to drop points. I think they're going to lose. So hopefully today has no consequence. And we just move on and we play, you know, the next game, which is the, the, the Super Cup inside Arabia against Valencia. And uh, we just forget about this as quickly as possible. But um, now, now that the transfer market is open, I think if we really needed something, 
it was that killer in the box that's just like that traditional number nine, which we don't really have that player um, to change the game for us. Like we don't, we can't really change tactically what we offer. Is is all pretty much what you see is what you get the whole ninety minutes. It's very rare that we change things tactically from uh, from like the four or three. So Hazard didn't get any minutes. I didn't expect him to because he's. Um, He's probably one of the worst footballers in, in uh, first division La Liga. And uh, Asensio came in, didn't really do much. He had a, he had like a, Real Madrid had a prepared corner play, like those prepared tactics. And he like completely missed the ball and he had a shot on target. It was like right on the Asensio zone. And uh, unfortunately he missed it. But then again, we can't count on Asensio to save us. So yeah, we drop points. Um, I think the last, I don't know, like seven games we've, we've tied with them. They're a very, very hard team to beat. It's, um, it's a mystery why they're not like top four every season. But um, yeah, we just got to move on. So on Wednesday, I believe we play against Valencia. I believe it's on Wednesday. We play against Valencia. So um, yeah, hopefully we get, a, we get our first title. So that way we, we start with a good streak and then... You know, we get some confidence for the other tournaments, like um, the Champions League, which we play against Liverpool. And yeah, so let me know what you guys thought about this game. I really want to know what you guys think about um, Vinicius. Let me know if you think Vinicius and Foyd are an instant classic. I think they are. Um, and let me know what you guys thought about the changes. If we, if we do need a center forward or we don't really, or what we have is enough. And subscribe, hit the like button. Uh, comment and see you guys in the next.